It may seem counterintuitive to care about how our kids see us. After all, we should be teaching them how to behave, which means not seeking their praise and affirmation. That being said, it's worth considering the example we set for them and what kind of home they'll say that they grew up in. The prodigal son remembered not only that he was treated well in his father's home, but that the servants were also treated well. How will our children perceive their homes when they're older and the world is drawing them away? Will they remember us as quick to anger, stressed out, mom and dad exchanging bitter words over nothing? Or will they remember it as a godly home where they had a place and were shown how to love God and were loved themselves? Welcome to the Counting Room. darkest times, most distant from the Christian faith, I always remembered the love from my family and my church family. I remember the tears of discipline as I learned some tough lessons, but I also remember feeling loved by my family and my church family by extension. Because of this, I always returned. And now I realize this is where I belong and cannot forsake the people that I love. This started in the home. Parents have the challenge of setting the mood in the home and creating a spiritually, emotionally, and physically healthy environment. It's important that we rise from our beds with a posture of gratitude towards God. And we do this with a sense of duty towards our homes. Do we view our home and our chores as drudgery? Do we treat caring for our children as an obligation keeping us from really living a full, happy life. The home is another battleground for Christ's kingdom, but the good news is that we have the advantage on this battleground, and we have the ability to set the stage for the battle. If our homes are places of joy and laughter, immersed in the word of God and psalm singing, the enemy will have a much harder time getting a foothold in the home. If our homes are places of bitter fighting, strife, and grumbling, we are doing much of the devil's work for him. I want to take a moment and let you know that I'm not sitting on some high horse. I'm saying much of this as a note to self as well as to edify any of my brothers and sisters who are listening in. A posture of thankful joy can be difficult at times as parents. As parents, the world is constantly telling us that we're missing out on the joys of life. This is a lie. Finding some better job, some greater promotion, is small when compared to the promotion a parent receives the first time they hold a newborn child. The world says that this child will hold you back from joy. But the opposite is true. The joy of raising a child in the love of the Lord is one of the chief joys you can have in life. What do we lose? We lose one more episode of a TV show that we'll soon forget. We lose hours that we'd spend scrolling on the phone. 
we miss the opportunity to become adults who play with toys. To sum it up, we lose nothing. We miss out on a whole bunch of empty pursuits and are promoted to something more meaningful. I say all this because there are two things that society treats as death that are actually life in greater abundance. These two things are marriage and having children. Because of this attitude, we are taught to resent these two experiences, and this resentment has caused the failure of the modern nuclear family. But we can fight back in our own homes. Our homes should be places of joy, laughter, and love. Our kids should see mom and dad as the picture of true love, working together to build a godly home and defending the home from sin through training and appropriate correction with love. It isn't easy. The world might seem set against us. Do not lose heart. Reformation of the world does not begin in Washington. I want to repeat that to all of my statist friends out there. Reformation of the world does not begin in Washington. It begins in our homes with the hearts of our children. I pose the question again. How will your kids see you? Will they see you as sad and indifferent, angry and frustrated, or will we represent God well? And if so, our children will see us as loving, kind, giving, and their sure defense from the tyranny of sin. If we love, we will defend. I'm Joel Edgar. Thanks for joining. God bless.